Hey, you guys, what is going on? Welcome to The Camera Ads 10 Pounds. I am your host, Peter Sirs, comedian slash podcaster slash uh, person who likes to keep in good shape because it's part of my life, and that's kind of the whole moral of this podcast is that if I could do it, you guys could do it. But anyway, um, do me a favor, you guys. If you're listening to this podcast via Apple Podcasts, um, I have to ask. I do. I have to ask. Uh, Just press pause. um, Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It actually, it'll mean a lot to me because it helps me with the algorithm, and uh, it helps people discover my podcast organically. I can't explain algorithms, but just trust me. If you leave a review, it helps me. And I know you guys want to help me. Um, also, if you're listening to this podcast on another platform like Spotify, you could subscribe. And you could subscribe on Apple Podcasts, too. Subscribe. Um, you can also rate it on Apple Podcasts. So you can review it. Um, you could share it. That would be great. Uh, same thing on Spotify and all the other platforms this is available on um, podcast is brought to you by my good friends at performa.com performa.com um, they have all of your all of your supplement needs or I'm sorry all your fitness accessory needs sorry I got ahead of myself um, performa they've got shaker cups from you know major league baseball teams to wrestlers to superheroes to now they have their own line of uh, different characters they got a unicorn one that I love. They've got a skull crusher. They've got some great stuff. Just go to performa.com. They've got the best workout towels, meal prep bags, meal prep containers, um, wrist straps, wrist straps, calf sleeves. Uh, they have a whole line of clothing now. Um, it's just great, you guys. Honestly, they're, I love them. Um, go to performa.com, enter promo code 10 pounds, and you will save 15% on your order. And this podcast is also brought to you by, this is where we get into the supplements. Um, my good friends at Bucked Up, um, Bucked Up Supplements has everything you guys need for your fitness goals, whether your goal is fat loss, muscle gain, general health. Um, they've got it, you guys. They've got pre-workouts, post-workout intro workouts, protein powders, creatine, arginine. Um, they've got uh, natural testosterone boosters. They've got meal replace. They've got so many things, you guys. I, I love their products, okay? Trust me. I'm never going to have anybody on this show or any any brands on this show that I don't personally get behind. So if you want to get in a better shape, go to buckedup.com Enter promo code 10 pounds. That's the number 10 for this one and the word pounds, and you will save 20% off your entire order. Cool. We're going to do this. Um, let's start it, you guys. Let's just get into the podcast. Are you ready? On your marks. Get set. We're already started. Oh, yeah. Oh, why you got to be so cold? Why you got to go and cut me? Do I sound like Chris Stapleton? I'm playing this song because. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Chris Stapleton is. Man, I'm telling you guys. Ten years ago, actually, five years ago, no, 
six years ago, because I know when it started. I hated country music, you guys. Absolutely hated it. And obviously, I met a girl from the country, and it, you know she likes it, she listens to it, and because I spent a lot of time with her, then you know you kind of have to at least tolerate what your significant other is into. And you know she got me into some country, but I think the real kicker, you know, so that was kind of the start. That was like okay, I kind of that just had to start. I had to tolerate it, but the real kicker was uh, when Chris Stapleton and Justin Timberlake performed at the CMAs together. They did a, a version of Tennessee Whiskey together, and they did a version of um, Justin's song, Drink You Away, which is my favorite Justin Timberlake song. And when I saw Justin kind of opening, you know, you know, you know Justin Timberlake, who's one of my idols, is from Memphis. So he's got some southern roots. He's got some... Uh, you know, he's got that Southern hospitality thing going. He's got just like, he's got the bluesy background. He's got, he can play the guitar. And that for me was like kind of the gateway to, you know, really kind of opening up. And I started listening to Chris Stapleton and, you know, he's a little bit more rock country, you know, and I like it though. Cause I don't really like, you know, ah, fuck my horse and my wife left me and I'm going to have a glass of whiskey. Like, I don't like that shit, that twangy. I don't like it, but there's some country now. And, you know, like I said, Chris Stapleton's kind of the gateway. And if you guys know anything about me, you know, I love Cassidy Pope. I, I you know, I got to meet her. Yeah, she's my number one celebrity crush and she's got an amazing voice. No pun intended. Cause she was on the voice. Um, and uh, just, you know, I've slowly started to open up. But anyway, the reason why I played this song for you guys. Why you got to be so cold? Why you got to go and cut me like a knife? It's because I am in Oklahoma City right now, as many of you guys know. And uh, I'm looking at the temperature and, oh, it's warmed up. It is now a lovely three degrees outside. Would you say? Yeah, three degrees outside. It's been snowing the last couple days. I actually, um, I had a guest lined up, you guys, um, and it snowed. We got snowed in uh, yesterday, and the day that I'm recording this, we also got snowed in. There's like 10 inches to 15, depending on where you're at inches of snow out there, so I wasn't, uh, I can't drive, <laughs> we're just fucking crazy, man, can't drive, so uh, it's just going to be me, um, but uh, yeah, I had a guest lined up, and we're going to get her on the show um, in a couple weeks, probably, when uh, she's not, uh, and I don't want to tell you who it is, because I'm excited to interview her, but anyway, it's just me, you guys, sorry, um, or not sorry, maybe you guys just like listening to me, I don't know, I don't know why you guys listening to this, to be to be honest, to get motivation, I guess. Um, but I, that's why I want to play that song. A song is called Cold by Chris Stapleton. It's off of his new album that I actually uh, really enjoy called Starting Over. And uh, Chris Stapleton's a great artist, honestly. If you don't, if first of all, listen to the song Say Something with Chris Stapleton and Justin Timberlake. And then also go on YouTube if you could find it and find the collaboration that he did with Justin Timberlake at the Country Music Awards. Um, actually, I'll see if I can find it um, for you guys and uh, maybe play a little sample of you guys, of it for you guys. Uh, 
before because it was like a it was like a cool thing like it was like Justin on the on the on the CMAs and it's like well Justin's not a country artist but then you hear him sing Tennessee Whiskey with Chris Stapleton and play the, and you're like oh he kind of could be Justin Timberlake can do whatever he wants but anyway um, just me today um, we 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 were we were dark last week because I was on vacation and I needed a vacation but I was working so it was like a work like. You know, guys, as a stand-up comedian, I have always felt like my job as a comic, you know, one of the things I love about it is the fact that I do get to go to places, you know, some places that I've never been, some places that I have been, some places that I've always wanted to go, you know, always wanted to see. It's a beautiful thing uh, to get to kind of, you know, one by one discover uh, this country that, you know, I didn't really see many parts of growing up. Obviously, I grew up you know, we were poor. We didn't really go anywhere. We went to, I think, with my parents, I think the farthest place we ever went was Lake Tahoe, which is, I don't know how far that is from LA, six, seven hours maybe. Um, that was the farthest we ever went on a, like a vacation. You know, we went to Vegas a bunch of times because my dad was, I don't want to say a compulsive, uh, yeah, definitely a compulsive gambler. It wasn't an addictive gambler. I think I don't think he had a gambling addiction. I think he had, uh, like, if I gamble, when I gamble, I'm going to go hard as fuck. So I think that's called compulsive gambling. I don't know. All I know is I used to go to the racetrack with my dad all the time and watch him lose hundreds of dollars and get really pissed off. But then I'd also go to the racetrack with him and watch him win hundreds of dollars and get watch him be really excited. So, you know, it goes both ways. Anyway, um, I didn't ever get to go on vacations growing up because we were poor. You know, we went to Disneyland and stuff like that. But, like, you know, for me to really start to see the country, honestly, it didn't really start until I started doing stand-up comedy. Like, before I started doing stand-up comedy, the only place I had ever been to outside of, you know, like I said, Lake Tahoe or Vegas was uh, going to, uh, I went to New York, Atlantic City, Chicago, and Milwaukee, which are four random fucking places to go. But, uh, you know, it made sense. Oh, I went to Boston, too, back in, like, 04, I think. I took my little brother. Um, We went to Fenway Park to watch the Dodgers play the Red Sox for the first time. That was pretty sweet. Um, But once I started doing stand-up comedy, you know, it's like over the last eight years, I've gotten to see so many places that, you know, some places, I will say, there are places that I always wanted to see. You know, you got... You got Seattle, you've got, you know, Vancouver, you've got Toronto, you've got, you know, Chicago again, you've got Nashville, you've got Memphis, you've got, you know, all these, Denver, you got all these amazing places that I love, some of my favorite cities in the U.S., but, you know, I had never seen them. So starting to do stand-up, you know, over the last eight years, I've got to go see a lot of these places. And so for me, it's always been cool that I get to do stand-up comedy because it's like, it doesn't feel like work, you know, I'm getting paid to be in some foreign, not foreign, but, you know, foreign to me, city, and I'm getting to do the job that I love to do, and I'm getting to discover these cool, you know, cities that I've never been to, like, I don't know, it just, it, it feels like a vacation, like, if I'm, even though I'm working, it feels like a vacation, so anyway, I was on a work trip this last weekend, but it was also a vacation because I was in Orlando, Florida, and I had never been even to this 
I've never even been to the state of Florida. So that was exciting for me to go to the state of Florida, which, you know, you hear bad things about. But I tell you what, I was very, uh, very pleasantly surprised with Orlando. Um, it's uh, it's really pretty. You know, I mean, I was we were staying in, in a resort on a resort on a resort or in a resort. I don't know. On a resort at a resort. I don't know. Um you guys can send me a message and send it. let me know what they're... I think I was staying at a resort would be the right way to say it. But anyway, you know, we were we were at a resort, and the resort was beautiful. Shout out to Margaritaville. Um, <laughs> we were staying at Margaritaville. And, uh, you know, Orlando is full of resorts. There's I, I don't know how many, but there's probably dozens of resorts there. And, you know, I'm sure they're all nice, but this one was really nice. And like I said, I loved it. Um, you know, I got the palm trees. And it, it, it reminded me of, of being back home in California with all the palm trees and whatnot. But the, the thing that really got me was just like, man, the weather. You know, it was it was perfect. You know, And it wasn't even great. I'm going to be honest. You know, it rained a little bit, you know, for a couple hours um, one of the days. And it was a little misty on certain days. But I think that's just how Florida is. But like, you know, for the most part... It was 75 degrees and it, you know, in February and I was just like, oh man, like I really, I really miss this, you know, cause obviously back in, back in LA, you know, you get perfect weather most of the time, you know? And, uh, so anyway, you know, I was performing in Orlando, performing at this resort, um, whatnot. Um, but then we went to Disney world and I'm just, you know, I just wanted to say, First of all, thank you to Bonkers Comedy Club for the cool, the great gig. Um, I had a blast. It was, you know, first night, had some weird people at the shows, uh, some hecklers, and I kind of had to take it to them. And I didn't record it, unfortunately, because uh, the room was just really spaced out, and it it just wasn't going to, there wasn't really a place for me to set up um, my camera or anything there with the way that the room was spread out. So, and it, honestly, the sound wasn't great, so it wouldn't have come out great, but, um, Saturday's shows were great. And, uh, it was just, it was just fun to be back on stage doing comedy again, you know, like, God, to think that like, you know, when things are normal, I was getting up, you know, five, five days a week, at least, you know, doing comedy, getting up, you know, five to, you know, seven, ten times a week. And so, whereas now, you know, yeah, like, I've had some gigs over the last few months, but, you know, they're not, I'm not getting up every night, and I'm not getting up five nights a week, and, you know, there's some open mics here in Oklahoma City where I'm staying, but it's not the same as, like, doing a show at a comedy club or at a casino or something like, you know, it's, it's not the same. So, you know, open mics, it's, and, and the thing is, is like an open mic is supposed to be where you try out your stuff. Um, and nothing against, uh, the guys here in Oklahoma city, but for the few mics that I have been to, you know, a lot of the guys are just going over their actual material, which, you know, it's fine, but like, it's like, you're not really, getting better like for me I'm comfortable enough in my comedy career to use certain things for what they're for and I don't need to do my material 
at an open mic because it's not going to make me better. Like, I know my material works. The material that's proven. I need to work out this new stuff that I haven't worked out yet that needs to be worked out. And so that's what I'm going to do. And if I don't kill, I'm okay with it. Because <laughs> eventually, when it's ready, you know, when those jokes are ready, and they'll they'll be great. But, you know, so anyway, that's and that's why I haven't... There's only... There's only uh, there's there's open mics on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday here, and I think on Saturday, and that's it. So basically, I could potentially get up four nights out of the week, but it's not the same environment. So um, I'm not getting up as much. But so it was nice to have a full weekend of shows where I got to headline and do a ton of time. You know, um, you know, it was just so fun, dude. Like I miss it. And honestly, like I said, I had some weird people at one of the shows, but everyone was fun, man. Like, you know, we're sitting there, you know, we're talking about, I'm talking about COVID a little bit. I'm talking about how my life has kind of changed over the last, I mean, all of our lives have changed over the last few months. Um, But, you know, my life has changed a lot. (laughs) You know, like I just had so many life changes over the last few months and, uh, you know, I just really appreciated, uh, getting to do, you know, getting to work this weekend or that weekend anyway. And, uh, also, you know, we went to Disney world (laughs) and I mean, you guys don't want to hear about this. Maybe you do. I don't know, but it was fucking fun, dude. I've always wanted to go to Disney world. I've, I mean, honestly, my whole life. Disneyland, I loved as a kid. Um, always loved going to Disneyland because, like I said, that was like our one quote unquote vacation. Um, always loved going to Disneyland, and I, all, I grew up always wanting to go to Walt Disney World. And here we are, you know, fast forward. I'm 41, and I finally got to go to Disney World in Orlando. And uh, you know what? I think it was great, man, because I think, like, as an adult, I'm able to appreciate certain things, you know, I think, uh, you know, as kids, you know, we take stuff for granted, kind of, sort of, maybe, you know, uh, but as an adult, and then just recognizing the situation, you know, that we're in, and just kind of how my life has had some crazy ups and downs within the last few months, obviously, but at the same time, I'm getting to go on a little mini vacation Getting to do the job that I love, but also getting to turn it into an actual vacation. Um, and I just had a blast, man. Like, you know, my girl and I, we went. She had been, but not for, not since she was like a kid. And we got to go to, I got to get on all the fucking Star Wars rides at, you know, they have a, they call it Hollywood Studios out in Orlando. Uh, it's like kind of like their version of California Adventure. And, oh man, like, just... If you guys know, I'll, and I'll, I'll get into it, but like, I grew up on Star Wars, you guys. <laughs> I grew up on Star Wars. My mom taking me to see Empire Strikes Back, and I remember my, I guess that would have been like my fourth or fifth birthday, going to see Return of the Jedi at the Chinese Theater in Hollywood, you know, with all the fo- all the handprints and footprints outside, and back then that was that was the place to go see movies you know that was that was that was the it place to go and i remember you know god i don't know how long we waited in line but waited in line for the movie and then seeing it and 
you know, as you finally get to see Darth Vader's face, and it's just like, so, like, for me, Star Wars has always been a throwback to my childhood, and, you know, obviously, kind of like with going to Dodger games and whatnot, it just reminds me of my mom, you know, who's not here anymore, obviously, and uh, how she, you know, how how I always had all the toys, and, you know, how, uh, and then fast forward, I remember when the prequels came out, um, you know, Phantom Menace came out, I want to say in, in 99, when, when did Phantom, Phantom, Phantom Menace come out, um, but I remember as, uh, 1999 it came out, I remember when that movie came out, I was like, well, we got to see the midnight showing, and so it was kind of like a, like a full circle, I, got to buy the tickets and take my mom to see that premiere. Um, and then I took my brothers, which, you know, they were, I don't know, they were like, they had to be like uh, 12 and 10 maybe, or something like that, 13 and 11 maybe, because yeah, it was, you know, a few months later, my mom, and that's the thing too, so, you know, I I remember taking my brothers and my mom to the premiere of episode one, and then, you know, a few months later, my mom died. So it's like, that's kind of like one of the last, even though my mom died like a few months later, you know, that was like one of the last memories I had of my mom, you know. And uh, so just Star Wars has just always been special. And then to just to get to get on the rides at Disney World, because I didn't get to go on the ones at Disneyland. I mean, Star Tours, yes, but like not the new ones, Rise of the Resistance and uh smug the millennium falcon ride smugglers smugglers run i think is what it's called um you know because I, I think that opened like in january of last year and you know i didn't get to go and then obviously the pandemic happened and nobody got to go so it was just cool for me to experience it and like i remember i i, I cried man it was just i don't know i i guess i'm getting just more sensitive as i've gotten older whatever i don't care if that makes me pussy or like whatever dude i don't care like i'm sensitive man and anything that can kind of tie me to my childhood i get nostalgic and seeing just the technology and how just how they this the whole star wars galaxy's edge is what they call it where it's basically you're in fucking star wars dude like they got all the the buildings and everything it looks you it looks like you're in fucking a Star Wars movie. Everything is so realistic, and they've got a life-size Millennium Falcon, and they've got Luke's Luke's X fighter, and they've got Luke's you know uh, I forget what the other one's called that he takes to the Dagobah system, and you've got oh man, the thing that really got me was uh, you know getting and I don't know if you guys have done this, but I hadn't been to Disneyland in a while, and I hadn't been on the new updated version of Star Tours, which I guess they've done over the last few years. It's 3D now. It's 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 completely different than what it used to be, and they've added like all this stuff from the new movies into Star. So Star the Star Tours ride is completely different than it was like when I was a kid. They've changed it. So there's like and there's also like three or four different scenarios. So like you could get on the same ride, but it's not the same ride because and so there's a part where you're in the pod racer, and I was just like it just it just brought tears to my eyes because I remember seeing that for the first time in the theater and then now I'm on this ride and it's like you're in it because it's 3D and it was just, just so much fun you guys and like I said as a kid I may not 
have appreciated it as much. I still thought it was cool, but as an adult, I can really just take a moment to appreciate, you know, the technology and the advancements and just how amazing it is that they could put this together. I just had a blast. So it was the best weekend, but that's why I didn't do a podcast last week. <laughs> Long story short, because um, I was doing the shows and I just didn't have time with the shows and then being an actual tourist. But um, that was great, you guys. And it, it was it was great, too, was that this hotel, this resort that we were staying at had a full gym. You know, it wasn't like everything, but it was enough to have what I needed in it. And, uh, you know, there wasn't really anybody there. A couple of times um, there was like a person there or whatever, but, you know, plenty of room to get my workout in. And it wasn't like one of those piece of shit hotel uh one of those piece of shit hotel gyms that is really just a fucking old treadmill or something like I fucking hate when they say oh fitness center and you go in there it's a fucking treadmill from like 1980 and that's it you know like this isn't a fucking fitness center this is literally a fucking treadmill that doesn't even work I'm probably gonna bust my kneecap out if I even try to run on this fucking thing so I appreciate when hotels have at, what that say they have fit, fitness centers have actual fitness centers so um, it was great, you know, Ashton and I got our workouts in, you know, and Ashton, shout out to my girl, she's been consistent with her workouts, you know, she, uh, I don't know if I've really talked about it on here, but, you know, since we've been out here, you know, she's been helping out, you know, working on the farm, so, you know, they start, um, they start their day, like, basically when the sun comes up, so, you know, she's up at five. You know, a lot of people that follow me on social media will see that I'm up at five o'clock in the morning, five thirty in the morning at the gym. And a lot of times, I just go to the hotel gym or hotel gym, the the gym uh, at the apartment complex we live in, because my girl's going to the gym, and you know, she's going to get up. So I'm like, oh, I'll fucking get. Up. I don't have to get up that early, but I just do because it's cool for us to go to the gym together. You know, it's fun. It's like a little bonding thing, and. uh but she was, you know, she's been consistent, and so she was at the gym with me on the resort, and, you know, it's just like, the thing is, and that's where I'm going to kind of get into this, is like, you know, people, you know, when I'm training, will always, you know, they go on vacation, they go, you know, for whatever, and then my thing is like, hey, you know, just make sure you're still working out while you're there, and so many people are like, oh, I couldn't work out, I was on vacation, I'm like, you should be able to work out because you're on vacation. Like, yeah, like I get that you want to like do fun things, but like how much of your day is going to be devoted to these, you know, fun things? Like you can't take an hour out of your day while you're on vacation. So you have no other obligations. And I was still working, you know, I mean, yeah, I know that people don't consider stand-up comedy work, but that's a job, dude. If I get paid, it's a fucking job. So if I'm working and I'm still making time to work out, then why can't other people do it? You know, um, we were getting it in, you know, and it was great to finally be back in sun. So I was able to run outside, which I've been doing in Oklahoma City. But, you know, it's been really fucking cold here. Not as cold as it is right now because it's three degrees outside. But, you know, it's been like in the 20s and the 30s. And I've still been go- actually I take that back. Um the lowest that I've ran in is like 32, and uh, last week, or I guess that was two weeks ago now, I tried to go out and run, and it was like 25, and 
my I have gloves and I have layers, but my gloves were not thick enough. And after about ten minutes, my hands felt like they were gonna fall off. They were hurting. It wasn't being a baby. They were actually physically hurting. And I'm like, eh, I might get frostbite. I'm fucking bouncing. <laughs> so um, I could only last ten minutes in the cold. But to be back in, to be out in Florida where it was like perfect, I was just running for days. And I'm like, oh yeah, running is actually pretty easy if the weather's normal. You know, it really was. It's fucking normal. So uh, so that was fun. Uh, just to be able to run in, you know, normal weather and, uh, you know, get our workouts in and, you know, got them in every day. You know, we were there for four days. We got four workouts in. It was great. And, uh, you know, here the th- here's the thing. We are in uh, February now, mid-February. And, uh, you know, basically we're six weeks into the year. And at this point... This is the point in the year where all the people that were, like, super serious about their fitness goals, you know, in January are starting to be like, mm, I cannot, I can afford to not go to the gym today, or I can have, I can start cutting, you know, getting my fucking, getting my food, like, slacking off. No, dude, this is when the momentum needs to fucking stay there, Okay. The momentum needs to stay because that's when you really start to see change. Six to eight weeks, that's when the real change starts, you guys. Okay, that's when it really starts. So, is it getting cold outside in some places? Fuck yeah, dude. It's Like I said, it's it's three degrees. It was below zero last night. When I went to the gym this morning, it was negative four fucking degrees. Negative four degrees, and I walk to the gym. It's not far. It's maybe 500 yards. I don't know, distance-wise. I'd say about 500, 600 yards, maybe. Okay? But when it's negative four degrees, like, you're, that's negative four. You're basically getting free cryotherapy by walking outside. And my first instinct was, okay, because I did this yesterday. I'm guilty. I got in my car, and I drove to where the gym is on on the site because it was so cold but then this morning the snow was so thick and high that I didn't think my car could drive through it because I've got a little car I don't know it's not like I have four-wheel drive and I'm like Ugh. by the time I went plus you got to warm up your car too because it's so fucking cold you got to like you know let your car warm up for like 10-15 minutes I have a newer car but it just is what it is man if it's below fucking zero your car needs some time to warm up. So I'm like, by the time I do that, I can just fucking suck it up and walk, you know, the two or three minutes that it is to walk to the thing. Even though I'm walking in snow and stepping in the snow, it's whatever, dude. Um, but, you know, I, I'm not saying, blah, 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 it's me, do what I do. I'm not saying that, okay? But what I am saying is, if I can fucking get up and I got up at 6 a.m. when I didn't have to. My girlfriend wasn't even here this morning. Got up, went to the gym, because I was like, what else am I going to do? 6 o'clock, but I'm, I'm awake. I stayed up late, too. I tried staying up late to watch, just fucking around, you know. And I woke up at 6. I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to go work out. I'm not going to just sit here and do nothing. 
So I walk to the gym and I get my workout in and there's nobody else in there because no one wants to fucking walk to the gym or go into the gym when it's that cold outside. I get it. But I'm not one of those people. I'm not going to make excuses. Six weeks into the year, I still have goals for the year fitness-wise that I want to achieve. So if other people have them, then they need to make sure that they're doing what they need to do to make progress towards those goals. Okay? The best results are going to come, you know, when you're six to eight weeks. Not, not like the best overall, but like when you really start seeing change in a fitness program is somewhere between the six to eight week mark. And then further from there, from eight to 12 weeks. You know, the first few weeks, like, yeah, you might see something, but the real progress starts to happen, you know, like I said, six to eight weeks. And if you're like me, you like to see, you like to look in the mirror and see that change. So it's like, yeah, man, like, yeah, I get that it's getting cold and it's it's super easy to just be like, nope, fucking put me underneath, you know, put me underneath the covers, put on some TV and I'm just going to stay in for the next few days. Nope, it's not me. Now, granted... I'm staying in when I'm not working out. I ain't fucking going anywhere, dude. We made sure we went to the store, got plenty of food and everything so that we didn't have to go anywhere and car hasn't moved <laughs> in three days. But anyway, I'm just saying like you can make it happen. And if you don't have a gym in your complex or at your house, whatever, you got stuff that you could do. I've talked about this many times. There's so many different things that you can download via app, via YouTube, via whatever to get some kind of home workout that you can do with no weights. You don't need any equipment. If it's important to you, you're going to make that, you know, make that sacrifice and just get it done, man. I want everyone to be the healthiest versions. I still want that. Okay. I love when people are working out and they tag me. Shout out to my boy, uh, my buddy, Eric Rivera. You know, he goes on these runs and he'll tag me and I'm like, yeah, a boy. Good job, man. I love, I love when people do that. Because I know that they're taking care of themselves and, you know, I'll tag him and I'll tag other people and they'll tag me. And it's like, I love it. I love that we can develop this little, you know, motivational system, you know, not that I need accountability, but it is cool to just kind of get, you know, like, good for you, man. I see you getting after it. Now I'm going to get after it, too. It just feels good to be a part of that, you know, that kind of uh, community, I guess I can say. Um, So, yeah. Keep eating right, you know, I've uh, I've been on a very, very, I don't want to say strict diet, you know, because I don't count my calories, so it can't be that strict, but I have really been watching what um, I put into my body because, you know, I'm, I'm getting to the point now where I'm, you know, my, my mileage for my marathon training is, you know, increasing, although I can't run outside right now because <laughs> it's too cold, but... You know, so I got to really pay attention to what I eat because I don't want to be carrying around any extra anything. Um, So I've been eating a lot of chicken, a lot of deer meat. I've been eating fucking deer meat, you guys. Deer meat. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. I'm in the fucking country. (laughs) I'm in the fucking country, dude. You're welcome. (laughs) No. uh, Yeah. So uh, my girlfriend's dad uh, killed the deer. Um, cause it's deer, it war, I guess it was deer hunting season. I think deer hunting season is over now. Um, but you know, anytime you kill an animal, there's, you know, pounds and pounds of meat left over. And so, you know, I've been wanting to try it. You know, I tried, I had an elk burger. Uh, I guess it would have been 
a couple years ago now. Uh, I did a job. I was doing a show, a couple shows out in New Mexico. And, uh, oh, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but my heater just kicked on because it's three degrees outside. So if you, I, I don't think I can hear it, but if you can, that's what that was. So if you can hear it, I'm sorry. But um, anyway, so yeah, so I tried elk, like I said, about two years ago and it was good. But the problem was, um, is that I had it like in the form of a burger. So I think there was like cheese and bacon on it too. So you couldn't really, you know, like, I don't know if it was the elk meat that was good or just the fact that it was mixed. I mean, anytime you put cheese and bacon on anything, it's going to taste better, right? Um, But that was my first delve into like, I guess, wild game. Is that what you call it? And so, you know, I'm a big... Uh, I'm a big fan of the Joe Rogan experience, you know, how he's always, he's always talking about how he's going hunting, elk hunting, and axis deer hunting, and whatnot, and how, how the meat is so lean, and it's just so much leaner for you, better for you, and so I've been curious about it, but I'm not gonna go fucking hunting, dude, (laughs) Uh, I'm not gonna take it upon myself to go hunting, it's not that I'm... I'm not anti-hunting, I'm just anti-me hunting. Like, I don't I don't need to hunt, dude. I'll have other people do it, fucking reap the benefits. So, when her dad gave us a bunch of meat, I was like, fuck yeah, dude, I'll try this shit. So, we made uh, deer meat burgers. And same thing, it's like, you know, I don't know, but I, I can tell you what, I can definitely taste the difference. Like, it doesn't taste like, like, like beef, um... But it also doesn't taste, like, people say, like, oh, it tastes gamey or whatever. But honestly, I think that's just in the way that people prepare it. I think that any, and, and I mean, I'm sure there there are other forms of meat that are gamey. But when it comes to deer, at least, I think if you prepare it right, like I said, this is just my experience. I'm not an expert by any means. Uh, but I think if you cook it right, it's fine. And my deer burgers are fine. And we've had them several times since i've had deer burgers i've had deer tacos yeah we made deer fucking tacos dude and those things are fucking good too man i'm just (laughs) like i'm just embracing this country life uh you know for right now um this whole thing has been a learning experience for me and probably for you guys too um and uh you know i'm looking forward to obviously going back to California and going back to normal or quote-unquote normal life. Um, but, you know, this this whole thing has just opened my mind and my horizons and or broadened my horizons, I should say. And, uh, you know, it's it's been... I've, I've grown, man. And I'm not saying I'm a better person. I'm, I'm still a shitty person, but <laughs> I'm a person now with new experiences. I'll just say that. You know, and I've done things over the last few uh, months that I never would have thought I would have done before. And, uh, you know, it just, it is what it is, man. You know, I'm just embracing it. You know, everyone, you know, tells me that, you know, I look like I'm having so much fun and this and that. And it's like, I mean, I am having fun. Um, would I be having more fun if I was back home with all my friends and all my family? And yeah, of course. And if, if if comedy clubs were open and you know we can go to concerts and Dodger games and like yeah, like of course. But while I'm here, I'm just you know I've said it before, but I'm just 
trying to make the most out of this experience and just, you know, absorb everything that's around me and then just try to deal with it based on that, you know, just try to make the most out of it and enjoy each part, you know, like, I mean, I tried to walk out in the snow (laughs) earlier today. I was trying to take a picture and I failed because it was just so cold that I couldn't get my bearings right. But just like to think about the fact that I walked in negative four degrees. Okay, I went outside on purpose, walked for a few hundred yards, which doesn't sound like a lot, but negative four degrees. Okay, think about when you go to the store, right? Like, like, let's say you go to Sam's Club or like Costco or something, and then you go into the freezer section, right? You're like, oh, I got to get out of here. It's frozen. Guess what the freezer's set at? I don't know, like 25 degrees. I was in negative four degrees. I was in 30 degrees colder than that. Okay? Like, it just, it's crazy. It's like, I got, I got free cryotherapy, like I was saying. Like, <laughs> cryotherapy has lots of benefits, man. It helps with inflammation. It helps build your uh, your your cold shock proteins. Like it helps boost your immune system. You know, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of benefits. It helps with swelling, joint pain, all kinds of stuff, man. And so basically, I just walk outside, and it's cryotherapy. Problem solved, man. You know, and uh, I love it. I do. I love it because it's different. I've never experienced any kind of elements. Like I said, it's fine because I get to stay in my in our place and not worry about going anywhere and we prepared for it but you know yeah like I would like to get back out and be able to drive and whatnot but you know for the for the for a few days that it's lasting it's like cool man like it's pretty to look outside and see snow it's different it's weird because like if you look outside the window the sun's out but there's also fucking snow on the ground like a lot of it and you're just like oh that's weird you know um, so yeah, like, am I a better person from this experience? Nah, I don't know. I think I'm still an asshole, <laughs> but I, I'm just, I'll be different. You know, I've learned some things, you know, um, if you would have told me a year ago that I'd be eating fucking deer burgers and deer tacos, I'd be like, what are you talking about? And I'd be learning how to country line dance. I was like, mm, I don't know about that either, you know? So, uh. It's been fun, man. It really has. Uh, I had a blast, like I said, in Orlando. Um, staying consistent to my workouts. You know, just it is what it is, man. You know, just living for the day, man. One day at a time. Um, I do have some shows coming up, kind of. I know I'm going to be, uh, this weekend, I'm going to be in Lowell, Arkansas, at the Grove Comedy Club. Um, I don't know where Lowell, Arkansas is. I'm going to have to use the GPS. I know it's about three hours from Oklahoma City where I'm at. So I could drive there. Which is great. Um, I'm going to be there this Friday and Saturday. February 19th and 20th. Um, and then next Thursday. February 25th I believe. Um, I'm going to be... At Hyenas Comedy Club down in, uh, I guess it's Fort Worth area. Um, I'm going to be there uh, Thursday, February 25th. And I, I'm showcasing, so I'll be doing 
I don't know, like 25 minutes or half hour or something like that. So that's exciting because I've never, uh, I've never even been to that club, but I've always wanted to work that club. And we finally were able to, uh, to make it happen uh, because the guy finally uh, answered my email. So <laughs> hopefully it'll be the first of many shows I can do down there. And uh, I mean, that's kind of it, man. Like, you know, I've been out here, like I said, just trying to make the most of it, trying to get in with the different comedy clubs in this area that I haven't been at before. Um, you know, still auditioning for TV shows and whatnot. Like, I, I, I'm just, you know, it's not L.A., but I'm doing what I can while I'm here, man. You know? Um, so, yeah. So, that's that. Uh, that's all the shows I have coming up in the immediate future. At least that I know of. I'm working on some other things. But, um, yeah, guys. Training for a marathon still. Even though I can't, you know, work out outside. And, by the way, if you guys want to join, it's not too late to join the marathon. We're one, two, three, basically about three months away from it at this point, a little bit more than three. I plan on doing it. Uh, it's scheduled for May 23rd, which is my birthday. Um, I can't think of a better way to celebrate a birthday than to run 26.2 miles. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but I'm doing it. Uh, and we're also going to have a special, I'm, try, I'm trying to set it up. I'll tell you guys now, um, that same weekend, not only is it my birthday weekend, not only is it uh, am I running the marathon, but it will also be uh, the 100th uh, episode of uh, this podcast. So I'm trying to do something cool where we do a live podcast and then have a show afterwards or have a show and then do a live podcast afterwards. I'm not sure how we're going to do it, uh, but I'm trying to work that out. So look out for that. Uh, it'll be somewhere in the L.A. area, hopefully. Um, so yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's later on down the line, but I'm just putting it in there now because all you guys back home, like, I want you guys to fucking be there. It'll be fun. Podcast slash show. Probably incorporate some barbecue aspect of it because that's something I'm working on too. Uh, but anyway, man, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um, whatever your fitness goals are, you guys, just keep after them, man. It's only six weeks in. If you, if you slacked off a little bit, it's totally fine. Don't slack off. Don't continue to slack off, though. Nip that shit in the bud. You know, we're only six weeks in. So, you know, depending on how much you slacked off, there's still plenty of time to fucking hit those goals, man. And like I said, I know it's not cliche, but I am here for you guys. If you guys have fitness-related questions, some of you guys have reached out to me, you know, through Facebook or Instagram and so forth. And fucking, as long as I have the platform and the availability, you know, time-wise to answer these questions and help you guys out, like, I will, man, because honestly, if you feel, if your health, if you're in good health, you feel better overall, and it reflects in your overall mood, reflects in your overall productivity, all those things, so um, trust me, you guys, you'll feel better, we only have one life, you know, I'd like to live as long as possible. I really would. I want to live long enough to where science can actually help us live forever, but we're not there yet. So in the meantime, I'm just trying to live as long as I can. And I would like for you guys to do the same because life is cool, man. You know, some crazy fucked up shit's going on in the world, but for the most part, life is cool. Oh, we found it, you guys. Tennessee Whiskey with Chris Stapleton and Justin Timberlake. Oh, let's see if we can listen to this. 
I don't even need a, a, an assistant here. For one night only, the Nashville Sound meets oh, the yeah. soul of Memphis. The CMA New Artist of the Year shares a drink. All right, Brad Paisley, shut up and just fucking introduce him. Get your feet, Nashville. Here we go. Chris Stapleton and it's Justin Timberlake. Look at that. So this is Chris Stapleton and Justin Timberlake at the uh, at the CMA Awards, Country Music Awards. Yes. Oh uh, yeah, look at that. Used to spend my nights out in the ballroom. Hell yeah. Justin's playing the guitar. Then I was the only love I know. <laughs> oh yeah. Look at Justin. But you rescued me from reaching for the bottom. Yep. See? Chris Ableton, man. But the, it was this performance that really fucking opened the door for me to start listening to country. There's Justin Timberlake singing. Ready? Oh, you hear it? Oh, yeah. He's not the, the girl. There's a girl singing, too. <laughs> That's actually the girl is Chris Stapleton's wife. Um, I think her name is Mary, but whatever. Anyway, um, that's the thing. Take a look at it. Uh, I'll try to put in the show notes if I can, um, so you guys can check it out. It's Chris Ableton and Justin Timberlake, but and that was uh, 2015. So that's kind of that kind of makes sense because I started dating my girl, uh, 2015, and that's about when I kind of started opening up to country music a little bit more. So that makes sense. But anyway, you guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. If you're in Lowell, Arkansas, or you know anybody, um, tell them to come see me at the Grove uh, this weekend. And if you're near Dallas, come see me at Hyenas. Um, and yeah, I'll just keep bringing you guys. We'll have guests again. Just got snowed in <laughs> the last few days, so we couldn't do it. But uh, thank you guys, like I said, for listening. And I uh, will see you guys next time on the camera at 10 Pounds. Bye. Sing it, Justin. <laughs>